Welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm your host, Megan, a mindset coach passionate about helping you feel empowered to be your most authentic and confident self. In these episodes, you can expect to find raw and honest solo conversations, practical tips, inspiring interviews and insights that will cover topics like self-awareness, self-development, anxiety, health, and so much more. If you're ready to take back ownership of your life and feel confident to step into who you truly are, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I am bloody excited for today's chat with Steph Lenny, who is a coach and mentor for powerhouse women in business. She's also my coach. So I know this is going to be a juicy and casual chat, let's be honest. So hi, thanks for being here. Hello, beautiful. I am so excited to be here on your incredible podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That's not a problem. I was like, if I'm going to have guests, how can I not have you? on this <laughs> so here we are um so I know what you do but for the sake of my listeners can you tell us a little bit about what you do how you got into this work and also something that you do that brings you joy and lights you up ah uh, beautiful absolutely I can do that so yes I am Steph Lenny and I am a business coach and a mentor for powerhouse women like yourself Megs <laughs> and basically we just do all of the things don't we we do all of the things to literally bring your incredible business to life and to create the most incredible life for yourself as well at the same time because one thing you know about me and one thing is really important to know about me is that I believe we can have both I believe we can have a ragingly successful business that we love whilst at the same time having an incredible life Mm. so what how I got here right so I actually worked in corporate for my entire career most recently for 12 and a half years at the one employer where I was uh, in a in a leadership position mentoring and coaching other leaders and a team and there became a point in my life when I became a mom And I sat in traffic driving to and from my workplace on St Kilda Road for those of you who are in Melbourne and you just know the vibes of sitting in any kind of traffic in that town is not cool. And there was one point where I was like, I just do not want to do this anymore. This is just not my vibe. This is not what I want to do. And long story short, Every road led to coaching for me. And so here we are. And I'm so incredibly passionate about helping other people bring their business to life and kind of not like for not everybody wants to kind of escape that nine to five or it's not a traffic thing or it's not a mum thing, Mm. but it's just like this deep desire that if like that is what you want to do, then let's bloody go about bringing it to life. So that is what I am incredibly passionate about doing and that is what got me to this point I love that I love that you were also already kind of coaching in that corporate world and then you brought that to to your own life and you're like I'm actually just going to do this for myself and I'm going to work for myself and what do you do that lights you outside of coaching oh my god what do I do outside of coaching that lights me up literally just living my life like Mm -hmm. I am so obsessed with my life I we completely packed up our entire life in Victoria 
we brought a caravan and we hit the road and we're currently somewhere on the east coast of Australia. We are near Coffs Harbour at the moment. So naturally, my life just lights me up. Like literally waking up, okay, waking up to no alarm clock is <laughs> the total vibe. Being able to go to the beach and swim in the beach every single day, being able to spend more time with my family while simultaneously working with incredible soulmate clients like yourself, Megs, it's like it's just all it's just all of the things. It's just like it all lights me up. Being alive and living and actually actually consciously choosing my life mm. is what I love the most about my life. Yes. I love that consciously like creating your life as well. Cause we have control over it. And I think so many of us feel like we don't, or we feel like we're stuck in that nine to five job or like there's no other options for us. There's no other possibilities. And this is why I love you because you just show us that there is like, it is possible and you can live the life that you want to live. So you're very inspiring to me, Steph. Totally. totally. <laughs> and to that is that I actually have this thing where I truly believe, like for me, having my son and, oh, my God, when we have this conversation today, it's going to make so much sense. But having my son kind of shook me into this whole, like, mm. what the fuck I need. But I really want to make it so crystal clear that you don't actually have to wait until, like, you have kids or, like, that used to piss me off so much in the workplace too. It's like, no, you don't actually have to wait until any of the things or until things feel like total shit to then go and make a change and a move and make your life so much better. So, I just want to mention that too, because it's like, it's not just about being a mom. Like when I mentioned that, you know, my, the pivotal moment for me was when I became a mom, but actually if I have had had the consciousness to have created that already or started to creating, create that already incredible. Right. Yeah. And it makes sense. Cause I'm like, I, I don't have kids. Right. But I, I got to a point where I was like, actually working full time in this nine to five that I'm not enjoying and that doesn't give me flexibility is not the vibe. Like I don't, I don't want that anymore. And so I decided, obviously, I want to go part time, and I want to start actually creating something that's my own, which is where I am yes. today. And it's because I want that freedom. Like I want the flexibility, regardless of whether you've got children or a family or whatever. It's like your life; you get to do what you want with it, right? Which I love. Absolutely, I love that too, Meg. So much. So. The conversation that I wanted to have today is a little bit around human design, which fascinates me. Like, I love it. And I've also, I mean, I knew a little bit about it before we even started working together. And I had a reading before. And I was just like, I love this. It's so interesting to be able to understand yourself and understand this kind of the power that it holds as well. But I feel like so many people don't know about like what it is. Um, and like what it can kind of do for your life. So I wanted you to kind of share with us, what the hell is human design? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so good. So let's just start by saying it is, it's typically, I've kind of moved away from it a little bit, but it has for a very large chunk of my life. And this year, let's say, been like the first question I just want to ask somebody like I just want to be like oh my god what is your human design I'm the same (laughs) what is your human design so basically your human design like most people know about astrology right so human design is I I kind of explain it as to be quite similar in terms of using the astrology philosophy along with another three philosophies to create your unique map of who you be right Mm. so like 
it's like using the 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 planets and the 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 stars and um Kabbalah and Aichin to bring that all together so when you actually go you'll see that your body graph it actually looks quite um complex yes and then <laughs> when I saw it for the first time I was like oh what does this mean <laughs> Oh my God. I know it looks quite complex. So you can see it's because it combines the, the, the four different philosophies and they're all kind of intertwined in there. So you actually don't need to go in and like read all about that, mm. but your human design actually helps to have like an understanding of your genetic nature and like who you came here to be and mm. what you came here to do right? So the number one thing with human design is being in a situation where you're happy to be curious and you're happy to be open, kind of explore, like, because when we, when we say this and some people are probably thinking like, oh, what? Like it, it just, it sounds a little bit too like off with the fairies, but mm. I have never actually met somebody or spoken to somebody or shared their human design with them where they haven't gone, oh my God, that is me. Mm. yeah that's what happened to me too so we use <laughs> your birth time your birthplace and your obviously your birth date to create your t- chart and to create your own human design map of who you be yeah and what are the five there's five types right is that yep that's right so there is a generator there is a manifesting generator which is us There is a manifester, projector, and also a reflector. So in and amongst the human designs, there are five different energy types, right? And so like when we talk about this as like the different energy types, it's the energy that they bring and like their contribution to this place that we are, like Earth, whether we're on Earth, right? (laughs) Are we? Sometimes I'm not unsure. I mean, right now, right now, maybe. (laughs) So the different energy types, they make up like a different percentage of the population. So when we look at the population and we have our generators, um, they're making up the largest percentage of the population and our money gens second, which is us. And then we've got our projectors who are around 20% of the population and our manifest is only 10. And then our reflectors are super rare at 1% of the population. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So each of the different, the five energies, they all have a different purpose. Like they all, they all serve this incredible purpose here on earth to create this reality that we are currently experiencing right now. Mm. So to start with, say, just having a conversation about the generators and the money gens. So some people will kind of put them both together and talk about them as the generator. So the money gen and the generator as one, and that's like about 75% of the population. I always talk about them separately because my husband's a generator and I'm a money gen and we are so different. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, it makes no sense for us to be the same. So the generator is like the life force energy of the earth, right? They are here to, and this is much like the money gen too, right? So the elements that we're we're the same, Mm -hmm. right? They are here to respond to life, respond to the like respond to life and respond to the universe, the things that are happening in the universe. Yeah. The generator, it is actually correct for the generator to like have all the energy and to 
do all the things and to work and to enjoy working. But the key with the generator is to make sure that they're actually doing things that they want to be doing. Like they are going to have that life force energy and they're going to have the energy to do all the things when they're actually doing things that are in alignment for them. So even that alone, when I meet a generator who is like tired and burnt out and like has no energy and just wants to sleep and like they're they're out of alignment, like they're doing things that they don't want to be doing and so they're burning out their motor. Yes. The money gen, like the money gen is quite similar in terms of having that big motor like we can go we are also life force energy the thing with the money gen is like we love to try new things we love variety we think of ourselves as like this little juggling clown who's just like juggling all the things I want to do this I want to do this I want to go over here we love speed and we love taking shortcuts yes oh my god I can so relate to this because I'm a person who wants to do all the things, all the multitasking and like don't finish one thing before I do the next thing. And it's like this, this, this need to like, oh, what can I do next? And I have so many ideas. And, and I think for a long time I was, I thought there was something wrong with me, <laughs> but it turns out I'm just a money yes. Yes, babe. Oh my God. I love that so much. It's so true. It's because the conditioning is so deep to be like, you've got to do this, and then you've got to finish it. And then what do you mean? You said you were going to do that. And now you want to do this. Oh my God, Steph, you're all over the place. I used to have that in my head. Like you're scattered and you're all over the place. And then now I just actually know that that's my superpower. Yeah. So this is going to make sense when I explain the manifesto. So as we kind of move on to the manifesto, the manifester is well nine to ten percent of the popular and they are like the trailblazers they are back in time they were like the kings and queens and they created things and they solve problems and they're here to make a difference that's their energy and so my son is a manifester and so when I talk about the fact that like my whole life just like kind of shook when I birthed the manifesto. It's just like, oh my God, it makes so much sense when you think about human design. I just am not the same person that I was before I brought a manifesto into the world. Like it's just not possible. Like they're here to literally change paradigms, right? Mm. Huge, huge energy. Mm. And our projectors. So we have projectors, which are like 20% of the population. And the incredible projector is like, I like to explain the projector like a guide. So they see, like they can kind of see outwards. They don't necessarily see their own magnificence or their own gifts, although that is something that they do desire in their life. Like they do want to be recognized for who they are and for their own gifts. Projector is really incredible at being able to see you in your magnificence, to be able to see you and project this back to you. So they have an incredibly powerful role of like um, guides and like showing us how how we can kind of do things and like directing us and leading us in that type of way is like how I like to, to think of the projector. Yeah. And then last but not least is the reflector. So like I said, super rare and only 1% of the population. The reflector, if you can kind of think, has like they absorb the energy around them and they then reflect it back into the world. So they are like a clear, they, they have, um, and we haven't spoken about this, but like within our, within our human design charts, we all have 
whether we have defined charts. So they're like, if you look at your, your the, the free chart that you get, it's either colored in or it's or it's opened and a reflector is completely open, which means they are bringing in the energy of other people and they're actually not more susceptible to kind of like conditioning by bringing in the other energy because their aura actually protects them from that. However, they can kind of taste the energy of other people and then work out whether this is like the right environment for me or not. Mm, Yeah. So they'd be like a very good judge of character. They'd be able to kind of suss things out quickly and Yes, 100%. Like they would be able to walk into a restaurant and be like, let's go. And, you know, the the money gen's like, what? What do you mean? We're going to come here. And they're like, I don't know, it just feels wrong. And, yeah. we're, you know? Yeah. So then you trust you, you trust your reflector. Like I have a few reflectors on my Instagram and like one of the beautiful reflectors, she shared something the other day, which was like just like a really beautiful, powerful message. And I just was like, oh, my God, when the reflector speaks, you listen. Like mm. what are you reflecting here? And she was like, oh, my God, that's so nice of you to say. But it's true. It's like what is she seeing and how is she then reflecting that back to us in the world? Yeah. 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 So important. And it's so important that there are the different the different um, energies. Yeah. Imagine if we were all the same. Oh, my God. It's exactly. I love to use this example. So like now that we've had this little conversation about um, who, you know, the different ones to be able to picture it like this. So say, for example, we want to build a house and we're like, fuck, we want to build a house. And like, where do we start? The manifesto comes in or and, and we're trying to put like pieces of timber together and the manifesto comes in and goes, oh, my God, you need a hammer. And the manifesto creates the hammer. Right. So the manifesto goes and creates the hammer and then the projector goes, okay, this is how you use the hammer to build the house. And then the generator builds the house Mm. and the money gen comes in and goes, oh, okay, well, we could actually probably skip that part and maybe we could put the door, you know, and they kind of (laughs) do that. And then sometimes the money gen does that and then has to actually go back to the start. That's a whole nother um, conversation. And then the reflector was the one who kind of was like, we need to build houses, like, like, you know, like absorbing like what we need and kind of reflecting it back out. Mm, Yeah. So we all exactly what you said, babes. It's like we, there is a place for all the energy types. Yes. And Mm. I think just understanding like for yourself as well, and, and I think in relationships, I mean, I remember asking you to <laughs> find out yeah. my partner's human design too, because I think it plays such a big part. He's a generator too. Is that right? Yeah. I, yeah. I should know that. Um, and how th- we actually interact with each other and how they're seeing the world as well and moving through life. So it's like amazing to see to see yourself and understand yourself and like, okay, this is how I, I process things or this is how I kind of show, these are my traits. And then the person that I'm spending my life with, um, what's theirs? Like, how do they show up? How are they processing? So that you can kind of have that curiosity, number one, but the understanding that we're actually not the same. And like, that's okay. A thousand percent, babes. It's so true. It's exactly why I separate the generator and the money gen because Reese and I are so incredibly different, right? And I did a reading a little while ago for um, a projector and a manifester, and they're in a relationship, right? And it's like it's so awful to understand one another, mm. and because they they are they they very much complement one another, but they're different. Right. And so like the things that are going to piss the projector off about the manifester, 
are like so correct for the manifester. So it was just so awesome for them to be able to kind of like see this. It's incredibly powerful in relationships. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, so as you know, like when somebody comes and, and relation all relationships, right? So like when you come into my world as my client, oh my God, for our relationship, I, I want to know what human design is because this is going to actually help our relationship and me to know you and work with you and like bring out all of your juiciness and all of your incredible power. Yes. <laughs> which as a word leads me on to the, the next question I wanted to ask, which is how has understanding this and how does understanding this actually help people in their life and in their business? I mean, you gave an example there about knowing that about your clients is so helpful. So how, how can understanding this about yourself really help you overall? Yeah, perfect. So the thing that I love to actually talk about is that there is a surface level knowing to your human design. Like you can go and get your free chart and be like, oh my God, cool. I'm a two, five money gen, which is what I am, which is what you are, Meg, which is so <laughs> cool. Like, hello, can we just take a minute to be like, we are the same bloody profile and energy. It's so good. Yes, so this there is, is why like, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there is this level, right, where you get to go and know that I'm a 2-5 money gen. However, it is so much more than that. Like that alone is probably not going to impact your business or your life, right? right? But knowing about a money gen, right, for example, and knowing that it is, like you said, correct for a money gen to be like, I have this idea and this idea and, this, and then I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this and how do I know what to do and how can I do all the things and I want to do all of it right now. So it actually helps to then know that this is actually correct for me and what I'm going to do is actually write a list of all this stuff that's come up and I'm actually going to calm my farm and know that I don't actually need to do all of the things right now and that I'm going to continue to receive more clarity on the things that have popped up and I'm actually going to know what I'm going to take action on. Yeah. So knowing your design is actually transformational for your business because you get to, it helps you with your decision-making. Like we haven't even touched the surface here, but with all of the different designs, we actually have a different way that we need to make decisions, right? That feel in alignment for us. Not everybody is going to make a decision based on their gut, right? And not everybody is going to make a decision based on what feels good. I know with my clients, like what, how you need to make a decision, right? You yeah. know, and, and so when you know that about yourself in your own business, it's, in, it's so empowering because so many people are walking around thinking I'm bad at making decisions. However, they're actually not actually utilizing their inbuilt decision-making system that they have. Yes. And that really resonates for me as well, because it, it comes down to trust, mm-hmm. like trusting that, you know, what's right for you and before I understood that I was a two five emotional uh money gen Mm -hmm. like I was thinking about decisions and getting like overwhelmed and lost whereas now I know that it's um it's either a fuck yes or a fuck no and like I get that feeling and then that I have to process that emotionally allows me to like not feel guilty or not shame myself or, or I'm just like yep I like I trust that I know it's either a foot kiss or a foot no, and I'm going to be able to process that. And that's okay. Whereas trying to do it in a different way that just didn't work for me can feel really not good. 
because this society society has created this um you know just do it just go quick 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 energy which is not actually um correct for a lot of people it is actually correct for me so we're a two five money gen and i'm actually sacral authority so my authority is actually my sacral gut yes no right now in the moment I, I, i will go right now whether it's yes or no and then now it's my courage, right? My courage and my bravery and not going to my head that will allow me to stay in alignment and actually do the decision, even though it can be fucking scary. But my gut just told me that it needs to be done. So it's it's got to be done, right? Yeah. So decision-making is one thing. Um, I think another huge one is using your energy correctly for your design. So the different the different energy types have different access to energy. So, for example, the generator and the money gen, we actually have consistent access to energy. So we get to um, consistently have energy. We get to go all day. We've got all the energy, like all of the things. And a projector, for example, does not have access to consistent energy. Yeah. So they need to be razor sharp on what they actually focus their attention on. And knowing this about yourself and as a projector, like they're not designed to work nine to five, right? <laughs> the, the generator is designed to work nine to five. The, the, the generator manager, we can work nine to five. It's fine. We've got, we've got actually got the life force energy to do that. Yeah. The projector doesn't. So when they go and work in a nine to five job and they're fucking exhausted, or they're feeling burnt out and they've probably got all their work done within three, four hours because that is their design and they're sitting around in nine to five. Like we actually know this about ourselves. We need to actually align the work and in our business and in our life, not even just in your own business, but like in your own work or whatever it is with your energy. Yeah. It makes so much sense when you think about it. Yeah. And I know it sounds, and I, and I think if you'd asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have been like, this is so woo. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But it just, it it makes so much sense. And learning about it, for myself has just felt like I'm in so much more alignment now with myself and my life. Yeah. And there's just so many different levels. And so, so it depends how deep you want to go. So like, if you truly want to integrate this piece and it's just like, holy shit, why wouldn't I like, because if this can help me to understand my life better, this can help me to understand and use my energy better. This can just make me feel like, even you said like the trust piece, like the trust Mm. and confidence in like, holy shit, right? I am different. And just because we're both money gens, it doesn't mean we're the same. And just because you're both generated, it doesn't mean that you're the same. There's a big chunk of information laying in your body graph that helps you to really know who you are and, and having access to that and knowing about that and then applying that to your life. Because this, for example, before I was in my own business, I knew about human design and I was implementing human design into my life before I was implementing into my business so it's actually like the whole piece right yes so for you personally I know you're a money gen two five um so how does it show up for you and I suppose as well for your your Huey your little boy how Mm -hmm. does like knowing that um and about your children as well help in that sense oh my god so huge babe like Huey is a manifester and like I said they're 10 9 or 10 percent of the population they're trailblazers they actually don't need anybody else like they're very independent people 
I know this about Huey. He's three years old and he's so defiant and he's so independent. Mm -hmm. And I honor this because I know that this is actually correct for him. So I'm not trying to condition him to think that he's bossy or that he needs to listen to me or that I know better. I know that he knows. Like he, he's he's something incredibly unique and special, right? So he knows. He knows more than me. He knows exactly what's correct for him. Knowing this about him allows me to parent him in a way that is actually correct for him where he's not going to be conditioned to think that there's something wrong about him. Yes. And he is quite different. Like if we go to the park, he's actually quite different from the other kids, right? You've met him. Oh, he's, he's so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's yes. so cute. It's uneven. But, like, he's different, right? He's the one who's, like, everybody's here playing on the playground and then he jumps off and he's, he's like, 50 metres away playing in the bush and then he's even further into the bush and we're like, holy shit, you know, because that's just is what he is. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's correct for him. He's like off exploring and fixing a problem and doing the things and like that adventure and I don't need you, mum. Mum, mum, I don't need your help. That's what literally what he says to me. <laughs> no way, mum. <laughs> Which kind of breaks your heart a little bit, but you know that it's the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So knowing this about your children is is so life-changing like I can't even tell you how incredible and how much we implement this in our life as parents yeah I Mm -hmm. I love it as a concept anyway because when I think about myself as a child and and being put into a, a certain box or being told to do things this way or that way or that's wrong or this you know all of the conditioning I mean even outside of human design but like if if it was understood that this is how I am and this is how I do things and that I'm not a quitter in yeah. commas, like I just love to have a challenge. And when I, I sort of feel like that challenge is done, I want to do the next thing. Like that's whether it's um, a hobby or a job or whatever it is, like that's how I'm programmed. So, mm. you know, even to know that as a, as a kid and to be parented in that way so that you don't feel like there's something wrong with me, I think is so important and just incredible. Like what a gift you can give them. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And even something as simple as Huey's had naps for longer than, you know, so I would talk to other parents and they're like, oh my God, he's still napping because he's three, but he's kind of stopped napping. But he's a manifester, so he actually doesn't have access to consistent energy that I would have had. So as a kid, as a Manny Jen, I would have had all the energy. So I probably didn't, I probably stopped napping at around 18 months or whatever. So like, it's even interesting, like if your child is a projector or a manifester, maybe they do need to have a nap for longer. And that's Mm. correct for them too. Like there's just, it's so many different things. Yeah. So I feel like we've covered so many like areas and there's there's so many places it could kind of go, you know, and and the depth as well. Yeah. Um, I find it really interesting about the, um, the open or like, is it defined or undefined things? Yes. Yeah. And I'd love if you could kind of touch on that a little bit. Yes. Amazing. That's a good point. So when you actually look at your body graph and when you look at your unique human design, right, you'll see that there's different centers throughout your body graph. And some of them are going to be white, which means that they're open and undefined. And then some of them are going to be, you know, gray or black, depending on what um, website you use, but they're colored in, right? And that means they are defined. So overall, generally speaking, your defined sentence is what you have that, that they're like consistently yours. Mm. You, you have access to that center. Like this is you, right? With our open centers, 
we are more susceptible to the energy of other people coming into those centers, right? We can still have conditioning in our defined centers. I just want to say that. But in our open centers, we are more susceptible to other people's influence and other people's energies, right? So one that I really love to talk about and I really think is um, super important is the crown, right? Like we talk about this, Megs, with yes. an open crown. So if your very top of your body graph is open and undefined, this means you have an open crown and like so you are getting other people's ideas you are actually picking up on other people's ideas other people's questions other people's inspiration it's like an inspiration center right mm -hmm. so this is awesome this is like a superpower right you get to tap into all these things however what i always know is that we can then sit in questions of like how and why and all the things can't Where relate yeah. <laughs> i have an open crown yes <laughs> Yes, exactly. So it is right, but it's part of the conditioning to be able to go, I actually don't have to answer that question. And in fact, I can't answer that question logically because it's not going to make logical sense because it's not my fucking question. Yeah. But I can go to my authority and like, you know, when we can see how we are actually supposed to make decisions, we make decisions from those places. So it's really important. And this is why I say it's just not enough to know that you're a two, five money gen, right? You actually need to have a look and know your centers and you need to know what they do and, and the impact and the influence that they're having on your life and your conditioning and like where you're maybe more susceptible to con conditioning and all of those things where you're feeling pressure, where you have fears that actually maybe don't belong to you when perhaps you're picking up um, emotions that actually don't belong to you either. So like if you're writing somebody else's emotions, um, we have people like, for example, Megs, you have consistent access to your own emotions. You feel your own emotions. You have a defined solar plexus. I have an open solar plexus. So I am actually experiencing other people's emotions. I am like a, a um, what do we say? Like an actual true empath, right? Where I am actually feeling Meg's emotions. Meg, Meg's feeling her own and I'm mm -hmm. feeling hers. Now, this is really important to being a coach too, right? So like if I'm, and a lot of my clients have um, the defined soul plexus, so I will be picking up on their emotions, right? And I might get to the end of the week and be like, oh my God, I'm feeling all these big things. And I'll go, oh, they don't actually belong to me. Yes. Right. So mm -hmm. it, that's really cool to know about yourself because if you're like in a family dynamic where it's like I I go and I spend time with my mom and then I come away and I'm feeling like shit or like my mo like all the things, maybe you're actually experiencing somebody else's emotions because you know sometimes it just doesn't make sense. You're like, oh my god, I've, everything's been so good and now I just feel like raw. Yeah. So yeah, these are the things that we get to talk about and explore. It's it's just like changing because when we know these things about ourselves, we can actually put in some boundaries or we can actually do some things like consciousness of like, whole oh, holy shit, this actually doesn't belong to me. Yes. Knowledge is power in this way. Like it yeah. is, because I was going to say, you can then, if you understand that about yourself, you can then put in practices that help you to ground or help you to understand that, okay, when I've, like for me personally, even though I am, defined I I can't be out and socializing like all the time I, I need space for me and for, for myself so it's like I won't see more than one person in one day let's say that's my boundary because I yeah. understand that I'm going to take on other things like one of the things for me I think is fears is that the yeah, yeah. spleen yes that's right yeah yeah so and for such a long time I was a very fearful and anxious person mm -hmm. I thought that's just who I am 
Mm. But it's really interesting to know that actually, if I'm open, I'm taking on other people's fears. Where can I actually let that go and realize that's not mine? And that feels really like liberating and like, okay, I can let that go. So just Mm. knowing it is incredible. Yeah, it's so true. And even even this piece, like if we've been so conditioned and we, we, we make ourselves wrong for, like you said, if, if it was like a quote unquote quitter, like I'm a quitter, mm-hmm. I make myself wrong or like, like my mum said, you need to keep going or my netball coach said something, you know what I mean? Then now in my in my own truth, I'm like, no, this is just correct for me. This is who I am. And there's actually no shame in it. So it actually helps to remove shame. It helps to trust ourselves. It actually comes back into that boundary of like, what are we available for in terms of other people's fucking opinions? Yeah. You know? Right. Which is such a big one. Exactly. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us oh. and I know there's there's so much and there's like just so much you couldn't possibly cover in you know like this length of chat totally. um but it's so fascinating and, and I, I love it and I just encourage everyone anyone to go and find out their chart um and and look into it because it just it can really help so much with understanding yourself yeah, a hundred percent. Like just go and get a free chart and like work out yours and then work out your partners and then work out your kids. Like it's just fun and yeah. just like play with it and go there. And then, you know, it's like, I always say this is like human design found me. Like it was kind of like circling in my life and I heard about it and then I knew I was managing. And then all of a sudden one day I was like, I am so ready to just fucking integrate this and to know this deeply. So there may become a point in your life where it feels like that too. And I encourage you to trust that and to lean into that because it literally has the power to change your life and so much about your life and your level of acceptance and your love and trust and all of the things. And why not really? Yeah. Why not? Beautiful. I want to ask you the question that I ask every one of my guests, which is um, what do you think the wider impact of women healing themselves and doing the work and learning about themselves has on the world oh my gosh it's just like exactly that like the impact is so huge it's the bloodline right it's it's not even it's your kids it's your like siblings kids it's your neighbor like it's everybody like if you can have one conversation today with one person and you can plant a seed for them to kind of raise their vibration, raise their level of consciousness or like feel something or activate something in them. And then they go and they do the same for somebody else. Like, it's just not about you, is it? It's so deep. The ripple effect is far beyond what you could ever imagine. It's incredible, but it actually does start with us, doesn't it? It starts with the decision to heal ourselves to do this work for ourselves and trust and knowing that it's actually going to change the world Mm. well that's such a good answer (laughs) like such such a good answer oh my god you just visualize it like if everybody was doing this stuff the world would literally be a different place your children would have a different world their children would have a different world the world would actually be different like we actually don't need to sit in feeling like this is this is it it's just not like it's there's so much more and I love you for having this podcast and for bringing this conversation to the women of the world Megs like you're fucking next level 
Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for chatting with me. You're so welcome. What a pleasure. Um, now the pleasure's all mine. I would love to let people know if they want to get in your world or they want to work with you or they want to find you, where can they do that? They can do that by coming across to Instagram. So I am Steph Lenny underscore underscore over on Instagram. That is absolutely where I hang out. You, the thing is this, I'm a manager, right? So I cannot tell you right now the, the, the one way that you can work with me <laughs> because Meg's knows. There's just so many, there's going to be so many different ways. And this is the beauty and the love and the joy that I have with my work. It's just like, there's always going to be a different evolution or a different way that you can work with me. But if you come across to my Instagram, you will absolutely be able to see how you can work with me, whether it be life, whether it be business, whether it be perhaps a human design reading, you can send me a DM. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, lovely. You're so welcome, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it on your Instagram and tag me at Megan Scully underscore. Till next time, my loves.